0: I don't know if it's just me, but isn't Pete Davidson now becoming the next future? Or should we just call him the white future? Because the number of celebrities that are saying that they have a crush on this guy after he started dating King K is mad. I kid you not, these women are all starting to come out and it's it's not even normal. And anyways, anyways, I know there's some of you that don't know who or what Pete Davidson is. Uh, so if you want to know, just go and Google who is Kim K dating right now. Uh, you'll get the results, you'll see the guy, then you can tell me if you find him attractive or not. Now, that's entirely up to you. But look at the likes of uh, Rico Nasty, Olivia Rodrigo. Uh, obviously, Kim K is dating him, supposedly. Like, the number of celebrity babes that are coming up and saying... Oh, you know, Pete Davidson is my celebrity crush. Oh, I really like Pete Davidson. Like, this guy... It's not like he even tries to act like future. I'm even starting to wonder what it is that makes a guy so attractive. Because the guy is a comedian. Uh, He makes a fuck-ton of jokes. And... I don't know. Like, he's tall, I guess. Like, it's a bit hard to understand. Because he just looks like a pretty simple guy with a bunch of tattoos. Like, at this point... I even want to ask him how it is that you become attractive to a lot of female celebrities. Because I I don't know. Like, we were looking up to Future, and Future clearly has his level of hate. But this guy just has love. I have never, I have not seen even one article where it's like, Oh, Pete Davidson is a shit person. I've I've never seen somebody with this clean of a track record. Because even when you look at this podcast, like... It has a track record of doing a good job of helping people, but at the same time there's a track record of people giving it hate, calling it misogynistic, or or claiming that I shame people in one way or another. Although then again, that track record isn't that big, so I might as well increase either one of the two by starting it in my very typical fashion, where I start by saying Welcome to Breakdown on West Side, your number one breakdown podcast, coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who is now starting to look up to Pete Davidson. He is now the future, not future. He's a man who likes his women the same exact way he likes his yogurt. It is none other than your tall, dark and mildly handsome man, sir Denverby. The show is Battle of the Sex is our weekly love, sex and relationships show. Where I get to talk about bare minimums from babes, some babes won't get happy about it. At some point, they'll definitely disagree, but I'll most probably come through with a conclusion that they probably might not agree or disagree with. And because that isn't the only thing that's plaguing guys in terms of relationships, love and sex, I'm sure there's a fact and more. So if there is something that you would like me to discuss on ig it is at break time on west side the dms are always open you can send your topic suggestions there. if there's a clip that you'd want me to discuss you can send it there as well on facebook it is also at break time on west side and on twitter you can slide into my personal dms which is at bagaka the d and i will take it from there, and i will handle it accordingly i will discuss it i will show you what it is that the guys feel what it is that men would probably want to tell your babes but you know y'all probably won't listen because you know y'all have your issues as well and you want us to listen but that said we should definitely move things on and get to the main topic but before we get to that there is a bit of controversial news that came up sometime last week just before the year ended and it was actually the cabinet secretary of education here in kenya professor george magoha who had supposedly come out to state that children from the LGBT community, or at least children who are a part of the LGBT community, should be barred from going to school. Now, that was what was being said by the news outlets, that was the report that was being given on social media and shit, but he particularly said boarding schools. Now, of course, that kind of sparked a bit of an uproar because, you know, there were some people that were like, oh, you know, it's bad, it's bad. And some people are saying, oh, you know, he's doing the Lord's work. I'm guessing that was probably a Christian or a Muslim that was saying that shit. And, well, it did spark up quite a lot of controversy. Now, former BBC journalist and founder of the Bold Network Africa, Chris McKenna or McKenna Jerry, as some of you people know from IG, came out to state that this was actually bad. Now, she came up with this entire speech about how growing up as a gay child was hard enough, blah, blah, blah. And, well, if you guys want to read the entire thing, then you can go to her IG page and check that shit out. Now, the thing that jazzed me was how she went all the way till the end and she legit said this, you don't not choose your gender identity or sexual orientation. Now, when I read that, like... Well, normally for me, I wouldn't really pay too much attention to this. But this is someone who worked for the BBC. So, if anything, I think as a journalist, she probably had a pretty good idea of how her English comes out. And if you say you don't not choose your gender identity, doesn't that mean that you choose your gender identity or sexual orientation? I don't know. Maybe it's just me that feels that way. Because, like, I feel as though she probably must have thought this through because this was a caption that she did. And then she took this caption and she turned it into a post and then put another caption under it while she was busy talking about how she does this work for the young kids who have to go through a system that chokes their existence over something they have no control over and something they shouldn't be discriminated for. Now if you don't not choose it, then how do you also lack control over it? I don't know, I don't know, that's just me. But anyways, that aside, now back to Professor Magoha's uh, entire thing on banning it. Now, if you pay attention to the fine print, it's not that he bans the LGBT from going to schools. He just bans them from going to boarding schools. And when you kind of think about it, at least as someone who's gone through the school system, someone who's been in a boarding school, especially a same-sex boarding school, then you can kind of understand where he's coming from with this. Because if anything... I think he's actually trying to solve a problem that a lot of people do not want to accept is a very sad reality in a lot of boarding schools because most of these boarding schools are high schools and when most of these kids are being taken to high school, that's when puberty is hitting, that's when adolescence is hitting, that's when sexual intimacy is actually something that people are paying attention to. And... If anything, if you have been to a Kenyan boarding school, most likely, you know, the public boarding high schools, then you probably know that, like, a lot of the bullying that happens to the people that are new, more so the form ones that check in, a lot of that shit can be very brutal. Now, of course, there's the ones that will have you do the manual labor, such as going to get them the water or... You know, giving them a shot or them just taking your shit. But a lot of that shit can cross over into some very, very nasty shit. There's people that get raped there. There's people that are forced to give a nigga head. Like this is shit that guys will go through when they're in high school, when they're checking into high school, and they can't really talk about it because For you as a guy to come out, for you as a straight guy to come out and say that you are forced to give another guy head and you're telling this to your friends, you know, they might look at you a little bit sus. They might be like, okay, did you like it? Or or, or at some point, they might start to feel a bit sus about you. There's some guys that were raped when they checked into high school and they can't talk about it. And such things are one of those things that people like to keep quiet about. And yet it happens quite a lot in a lot of these boarding schools. And it's not even the high schools, even some of the primary schools. Because when I did boarding, mine was in primary school. And a lot of the gay shit that happens, happened there. Like, there were people that were fucking in the bathrooms and I didn't even know about it. Up until, like, many, many years later. So, what's wrong with him trying to protect kids from being bullied into such shit, from being forced into such shit, from being raped, from being molested by by older students? And yet, those of us that know about it, and hell, even some of the teachers in high schools know about it, and they've done nothing. Like... He's actually trying to do something about this and I get it, you know, he's taking a more general approach which, you know, is very questionable, very debatable in a lot of parties but I can see where he's trying to go with this because if you have them go to day schools that are around their places then they don't get to spend that much time, they don't get to, you know, chill around in the dorms and the ability for them to go and do such shit is highly reduced because they only spend a couple of hours at school. Now, while I do kind of get why he made that stance and why I can sort of agree with it, at the same time, I do feel like it is utterly pointless because how exactly will you be able to implement this entire stance with people? Because it's not like kids will tell their parents their sexual orientation while they're still young, especially in this part of the world where you being a part of the LGBT is something that is frowned upon. It's something that is not socially accepted not unless if you're talking about the much higher echelons of society. And for such kids, they'll be taken to very expensive schools that don't really pay attention to what this CS says. So, in one way or another, it's not really something that can be implemented. So, not unless if the kid is found you know, doing some gay shit at school, such as, you know, uh, sucking another nigga's dick or, you know, trying to bang another nigga or being banged by another nigga. Like, it's not like you can really say that, oh, you know, this kid is coming in for the first time. He's joining Form 1. Yeah, uh, does he subscribe to the LGBT? Because if the kids aren't going to tell the parents and the kid is going to be asked, he's just gonna straight up say that, you know, he's he's a straight kid. Because if he goes to one of those so-called prestigious schools where kids get a's and shit then he'll definitely want to secure himself and the parents even if they knew it's not like they'll declare it so they'll want to secure their kid as well so in one way or another it's not something that you can really say is easy to implement and while we can admit that his directive does seem very brutal And can sometimes seem inhumane which is why some people are busy shouting human rights here and there at the same time you think about it implementation is probably why it's all that and the the implementation of this is very very hard to do it's not something that you can really say is that easy to implement not unless if one the people who get caught uh, are, you know, expelled. And when they go to the other school, the other school calls to do a background check. Or the kids come out and they claim by themselves that they are a part of the LGBT. Two things that are nearly impossible to do right now that is given the directive. Because one, a lot of the LGBT stories and, and problems and traumas that people go through, they almost never talk about and they go under the radar. And two, after they've given such a directive openly in live media, how many of those kids are going to actually come out on their own see my point but anyways that said we should definitely move it on because i am not going to dwell on this for too long so i will move it on to our main topic of today now i remember a couple of weeks ago when i was busy doing tweet street i did this tweet where i was busy talking about how guys will actually like feel bad or feel some type of way when another guy is doing the most for his babe and While someone was saying that that was wrong, I was saying that it's completely justified because for us guys, we have a fuck ton of expectations. We're required to do so much. The whole idea of, you know, provide, protect and penetrate, especially with the provide part there, we're expected to do the most for our babes from the get go. Hell, even before we start dating. So, at some point, I was saying that if babes were actually expected to do as much, if babes had, you know, roughly the same kinds of, or at least, you know, the same magnitude of expectations then they probably feel the same because their expectations actually aren't as many as ours when it comes to the relationship. And I said that I would discuss this a little bit later. And well, fortunately, later has come because I do feel like it is something that we should actually talk about, especially since it is a new year. Happy new year, by the way. I'm sure I forgot to say that right at the beginning. And uh, this is something that I did feel like we should definitely look into because when you actually look at it, guys have been expected to do a lot from the get-go from the moment you're going for the date to to the point where you're getting married and you have kids and shit like guys have expectations placed on them by everyone like from the babe that you're with to the society that you're with to the kind of you know social class that you're a part of like there are expectations that are placed on you and they're almost like an additional burden on your shoulders. And when you see another guy going above and beyond for his babe, and hell, sometimes this guy's above and beyond is probably a little too much, to the point where this guy might even be boring. And when you're feeling some type of way, then all of a sudden people are like, Oh, why would you feel that way? Oh, if 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 you feel like such a bad thing, then you don't have to do it to your shorty. But usually more times than not you will find that it's either the society will expect you to do that for your shorty or your shorty will expect you to do that for them because someone else's shorty had it done for them and that shit usually really really brings down guys that's something that can cause and does cause a lot of stress with guys from time to time and at some point you do have to think about it for all the expectations that we get do we really expect that much from our babes And the answer is mostly no, because you think about it, like try and ask a guy from like 20, 30 years back what it is that he expected his babe to do like his girlfriend, not even his wife, his girlfriend, and ask the nigger of today what it is that he'd expect from his girlfriend. And you realize that us guys expect a fuck ton less. And I actually didn't notice this up until I spoke to an Uber drive on my way home sometime in November. And I don't know how we ended up talking about relationships and we started comparing notes. And this guy was like, I honestly don't know how it is that you guys deal with the babes that you have right now because back in my day, shit was a lot different. Like, shit was way, way better. And after listening to his side of the story, then I, I definitely understood. I definitely understood why he felt that way. And I think I even gave this story a couple of episodes back. So this guy was talking about how uh he was sorta of dating two babes at the time, like back when he was in university and shit. And you know he, he used to stay on his own. But what would happen is whenever his girlfriend would come, she'd come through and most times he'd find that the house was a bit of a mess, there's like no food at home and shit. So what she'd do is she'd come through, she'd cook, she'd clean, hell, she'd even wash the niggas' clothes and by the time she was done the house is spotless now she was definitely gonna come through for like a sleepover and shit and during his time you know babes weren't really having sex per se like they weren't the banging type you know they used to wait for marriage then they banged so clearly we guys of today clearly have something on them but anyways back to the story so you know they'd get intimate they'd make out they'd get all touchy and you know hold each other the entire night and the following morning this babe would leave and bounce and this guy would be like super appreciative and shit. And as this guy is saying that, he's like, yo, this was like back in uni and babes used to do this for guys. I don't know how the hell it is that you guys of today managed to do that. And for a quick comparison, I was talking to a homie of mine about a certain scenario. And I was like, how is it that y'all send a babe money so that she can come over to your place? You'll probably make the candlelit dinner or you, or, you know, you'll just make food. You know, she eats that food. Y'all sit and watch your Netflix uh, after she's eaten. Y'all probably bang, of which the energy that is going to be exerted is at least 80 or even 90% coming from you. And after that, y'all are going to sleep or, you know, she's going to go and take a shower, then y'all are going to sleep. And then she's going to wake up in the morning, turn, look at you and be like, so what's the plan for breakfast? And the guys are like, well, yeah, that happens. Oh, you know, it's a shorty and, you know, she came through. You have to treat her nice. And I'm sitting back, I'm like, Nigga, what the fuck? Like, this is this is why I, I subscribe to Netflix and chill over dating. Like, I'd rather you guys do a Netflix and chill than go on a date. Because you think about it, this babe, like now imagine you've given her breakfast, she's just gonna get up and bounce. Like, at what point have you gotten something as a guy? Because you think about it, this babe literally just availed herself. And she's gotten all of this treatment. And you ask the guys, What is it that you guys expect from the babe? And these guys are like, oh, you know, uh, as long as she gives me peace, as long as she's supportive and she's caring, then it's okay. And I'm like, bruh, that shit can be faked. And for the most part, that's, I don't know, I feel like that's a lot easier to do. Like us guys are expected to pay bills here and there. If we go to the club with her, whether or not we're dating, the fact that I went to the club with her, if some shit goes down, I'm supposed to protect her. And... Of course, the penetration is there and I have to make sure I do a good job. So why is it that I'm getting so little for for, for all it is that I give? Because I'm expected to start performing my roles of, of the three Ps of provide, protect and penetrate from before we even start dating, all the way till I die, you know, if, if we get married or we don't. So either way, I'm expected to do all of this work, but it's like babes don't get any of that shit they're not expected to do the dishes they're not expected to clean up the house they're not expected to be a homemaker so in a sense it's like their duties are saved all the way till like farther on into dating up until probably even marriage so the questions that i have is one is it that we've given the babes too much leeway is it that we're the ones to blame as guys because i can get it you know to a certain degree like us guys might actually be the ones to blame because there's like a 15 20% of guys that's gonna be banging like 80% of the babes, and obviously, guys wanna get some. So, probably some of these guys are giving it up a little too easy. So, as long as the babe can come through and he can get that smash, he's willing to do anything for it. So, I would say to a certain degree that guys are to blame because we've given them too much lenience, we've given them too much leeway. We're simply okay with the fact that, you know, they can let us smash and they tell us that they love us every so often over the phone and you know maybe the good morning or the good night text because honestly i feel like babes should be doing more like after i listen to that guy's story and that guy is like 43 years old uh he's been married like a little over 10 years and shit, but like this guy after listening to his stories i'm like i think babes need to start doing more they genuinely do need to start doing more and i'm sure there's a bunch of babes that are gonna be looking at it as oh that kind of servitude i can't oh am i a servant oh am i a slave and they want to reserve that shit for when they get married but i'm looking at it and i'm like y'all expect me to pay the bills when we go out on a date y'all expect me to protect you y'all expect me to do that penetration and do the job right like what if i give half the dick would that be okay Because, you know, you might say that what it is that I'm doing is minuscule, it's small, and you can probably handle that yourself. But you guys still expect me to do it. And because you expect me to do it, is it wrong that I expect you to do a little bit more? Is it wrong that I expect you to at least go and do the dishes after we've had a meal? Like, is that a little too much to expect? Because even when I go to my homies places, like, I always try to help out. Yes, I might not be involved in the cooking, but if we need to do a bit of cleaning, I'm I'm down. I'm down to help out. And these are my homies, and we're the ones that always say bros before hoes. So if we're down to help our homies when we go to their places, and a babe is coming to our place, is it too much for us to say, you know what, how about we ask these babes to do a little bit more? Like, we don't expect you to necessarily wash all our clothes or clean up the house and shit, But can you at least do the dishes? And maybe if you slept over, make breakfast. Is that too much to ask? Because that seems like small enough. Because considering that I'm saying, you know, let's ditch the date and do Netflix and chill. Instead of, you know, the whole date idea of me paying for bills and shit. Like you can learn a hell of a lot more from Netflix and chill. You'll come and see how hospitable I am. You'll see if I'm an organized person. You know, if I can take care of you in one way or another. And if my penetration game is great and while you're busy learning all of that shit clearly i could buy the food and you know i can take care of the house and shit so how about you show that you can be a homemaker after we've eaten go do the dishes or you know at some point go do the dishes when you wake up in the morning instead of looking at me and asking how breakfast will be done or or if we should order in with my money how about you decide to go and make breakfast yourself because it's simple you know maybe a couple of eggs you know even some bread and tea Like, I'm sure guys will be super appreciative of that shit. And, and, and obviously, we should aim higher, you know, probably get, you know, an English breakfast and shit. Or, you know, like a full plate of some properly made food, considering that you got properly fucked the previous night, you know? Like, that seems like it's something that might actually make a lot more sense. Because when you think about it, like, what babes consider to be bare minimum is, you know, a certain list of expectations that guys can hit but sometimes fall short on. But the bare minimum that we give for them is even below like bottom level like it's literally just pipe and and emotional support like we should definitely start asking for some more shit so in conclusion let me just say this i blame the homies i blame the guys that want sex so much that they're willing to give everything up and make sure that she does nothing just so that they can get the pipe I blame y'all for messing up the dating market and giving us babes who have such low expectations because if we expected more from babes, then a lot more of them would step up. And to the babes, I'm sure there's some of y'all that are listening to this. Y'all do need to start stepping up. How can you make yourself seem like girlfriend or wife material if all you do is literally just go sit and watch this guy do every single thing that you probably could be doing for him for you and then just get fucked? Like y'all need to start bringing more to this shit. Because at the end of the day, the relationship isn't about making you happy. It's not just you that's supposed to be made happy. And don't let some simp nigga make it seem that way. The relationship is about the both of you coming together to actually make shit better for each other and finding happiness in it. But then again, maybe there's a bunch of babes that will still pander around to this shit. And maybe there's a couple of guys that will still send that transport money. So I want your thoughts on this. Maybe I'm right, maybe I'm wrong. The DMs are open on IG. It is at Breaktime on Westside. On Facebook, it is also at Breaktime on Westside. And on Twitter, you can slide into my personal DMs, which is at Bagaka the D. Thank you so much for listening. Happy New Year to each and every one of you. If you are listening through CastBox, feel free to drop your thoughts and comments below, and I will attend to them accordingly. If you are using an app which allows for ratings and reviews, a rating and or review will be highly appreciated. And I will catch you guys on the next break.